1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522 WTIC or 1 800 966 WTIC. Email them in the studio at at gethelpatabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric.
3: Yeah, good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And he's one of the co owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer. Questions, comments, and concerns? Yes, TAB is 100% employee-owned, and we're looking for people. We are. We need people. (laughs) Join us. Join us. Join it. Be an owner. Holy mackerel, do we ever need people. How often can we ever tell you that uh, you you can join a company and be an instant owner? That's right. So, uh, come on board. We're looking for you. Go to our careers page over at uh, TABInc.com and and, uh, get on board. So, we have... uh, Three lines open, eight hundred nine six six wtic 522-WTIC are the numbers. And Ed, I'm going to get right to you in a minute here. I just want to bring up this news article here. Um, destructive malware is hitting Windows systems. You heard Brian Krebs during the news talking about what's going on there with with uh, the fact that you, the Russians are going to unleash all sorts of uh, cyber attacks. But it won't be the normal ones where they kind of ignore the criminals hitting us with their ransomware attacks. They are literally just going to wipe the computers, right? Data wiping and damage is what they're going to be shooting for, right? How can they damage the infrastructure of Ukraine's systems? And uh, basically, there's a malware out there that was spotted uh, February 23rd ahead of the Russian invasion. It's been dubbed the Hermetic Wiper. And it's designed to both erase Windows devices and corrupt the system. So it's basically going to blow it to smithereens. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, they're not looking for ransom. They're looking for damage. Um, Now, the thing about this, of course, uh, that was spotted because... You, you, there's software connected to it, or it's trying to act like um, it's loading US software. Um, they actually had a company out of Cyprus called Hermetica Digital, and basically they have a legitimate signed certificate of this software, right? So you could you could have downloaded a tool for something, and have gotten this along with it, um, and of course they'll they're going to trigger it to do its thing when they want to. So Sentinel-1 has talked about it as well. We'll put a link up here for you uh, so you understand what's out there. So ransomware is awful, where you have the hope of paying some ding-dong cryptocurrency to some guy in Uzbekistan, and he'll give you the key to un- unlock your uh, your files. But this thing is going to blow it to smithereens. Yeah,
1: we've gone from ransomware to destructionware.
3: Correct, because normally the ransomware, those guys want to get paid. Right. This is not what Russia is looking for. So we'll put a link up there for you guys so you know what's out there. These types of uh, viruses were around the old days. You could literally have a GIF image that would have a code in there that would include a, a, a deletion command, right? Wipe the C drive. This is not hard to do. No, unfortunately not. Yeah. So understand, idea, obviously, when you keep destroying the computer, it can't pass the virus, right? So they have to make sure they can deliver it to everybody and then trigger it when they want. So that's coming in our future. But let's get to your... Your calls and see how your president is going. Um, let's go to Ed in Southington first. What's happening, Ed? Hey. Morning. Morning. We hear you. What's going on?
4: All right. A uh, year and a half, two year old HP laptop.
3: Mm-hmm. The
0: last
4: two days, even on startup and then when it goes, uh, the DVD just keeps popping out. And then once in a while, up on top, when I try to punch in um, wherever I'm going, www.yahoo, whatever. As soon as you start typing, then just slash marks go all across the top and then equal signs. Yeah. Just shut it off, wait for a while. I tried again, did the McPhee thing, and everything comes back normal. So I keep trying to hold in the DVD thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's stupid, but I don't know. If, if, I'm just if I'm wondering, wondering,
3: what do you have for lunch over your keyboard there, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you got some crumbs stuck in your key there. You get some sort of stuck key with those slashes, so... Believe it or not, I bet you when that occurs, you can take your keyboard, lift it up about an inch above the desk, and drop it. And all of a sudden, those things will stop happening because I think it's your keyboard is is pushing out data into your system. That's why you're getting all that happening to you. Um, the DVD thing? The, no, that's the slashes and things across your screen. The DVD thing, um, you it could be keyboard-related. Well, I, wonder,
1: I wonder if it is because there may be a keystroke that will eject, eject. the DVD, and it's
3: erroneously throwing that keystroke. Right. So I guess the other question is, that do you have a second keyboard you could try on your on that computer?
4: Yeah, actually, I do. Alex, you got that. Uh, my son got one. Yeah. yeah, he has a laptop, so he uses the laptop.
3: I bet you you plug the other other keyboard in there, this problem goes away. And, and disable the onboard keyboard. Is, it, is this a is laptop it, Ed, or thought, is this not a?
5: If that's the
4: case, then send it to Staples and let them give it a clean up.
3: Well, well, is this a laptop or is it a PC? A laptop. Oh, it is. That, oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he said it was he a laptop, did, yeah. right? So, so then, yes, yeah, so you have to disable the the uh the la- Yeah, they could give it a clean up. How old? They said four. Two, you said a couple years old. it's not too old. A
4: year and a half, almost two years.
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like a bad keyboard in there. I I'm thinking that. Yeah, Maybe they
4: still something. On it. I mean, but I don't see anything.
3: No, yeah, I hear you. It, you may not be able to. It could also be a bad keyboard controller within the laptop itself, and that does That's happen. That's true. So you could bring it to Staples, and they could literally remove that keyboard and then replace it. If and we see.
4: disable and run the other one, then we should know for sure then, at least.
3: Yeah. That would tell you what the problem is, definitely. The other thing is, does it have a trackpad near your, near your keypad? Is there a trackpad where, your, where, your, where your, the heel of your hand could be hitting? And doing weird things, too?
4: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you have that finger thing. Yep, yeah.
3: You can disable that and see if maybe some of the, your problem is just that you're tapping that thing, causing issues while you're typing. That does happen and to people. A few
4: years back, it happened where, I don't know, I got those guys online. I don't remember where it was now. Maybe it was Microsoft. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But they came in and, um, you know, took over your computer and took out something, but that's what was happening. That's what made me think of somebody taking over the computer because the DVD thing kept going up.
3: So wait a minute. So when you say you called the Microsoft guys, you didn't get an, like a pop-up that said call Microsoft. You you called them on purpose, right?
4: Right. Because okay. all I did was run the okay. McPhee or whatever I had at the time.
3: Right. So then you went and Googled Microsoft somehow and you got to their support. You weren't using some number you got in an email, right?
4: Right. And they're trying okay. to tell me what to do. And they like, Well, you can pay to come online and then they'll take over and see. Interesting. It turned out to be that it was a Trojan or something, they said.
3: Hmm. Well, I mean, obviously this could be some sort of malware, too. Um, I'm thinking it's a bad keyboard. I, I, I'm, I'm, I also am leaning toward hardware here. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody yeah, out I mean, there. It
4: could be. It's right at my desk, I suppose.
3: Yeah, try the, try the keyboard route and see if that works, Ed.
4: All right. Thanks a lot, guys.
3: Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. It is a little kind of disconcerting when your, when your CD-ROM pops out. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he's trying to force it back, <laughs> back in his fight back this picture fight with I'm trying to think of times when I've seen that happen and I can't. So <laughs> Yeah. Let's go on to Mark on the cell phone here. What's happening, Mark?
6: Hi, I have a question. I've been seeing ads obviously that are out there for, you know, the VPN, you know, protect your data. And I was wondering about whole home and whether I guess I'm I'm wondering is it Difficult to load for the whole home versus just replacing the router that comes with that preloaded. And if I go that route, um, you know, what do I do as far as the cable modem and, and connecting to that?
3: All right. So you're definitely going to the next level here. Um, so your cable modem doesn't really play any role here. It would okay. be done at your firewall level. Where you're gonna say you're gonna establish a firewall VPN to connect to some service, which does this does exist. However, when you encrypt that data for everybody, your internet performance is gonna drop pretty pretty heavily. Okay, so I would tell you that you're probably not gonna want to do this um, just for practical reasons. You know who cares as far as you know whatever you're streaming on TV. The device itself that's streaming. Your TV show is talking back to its mothership, anyways. Even if it's through the VPN, it's going to still report that Mark is watching whatever you're watching. Okay, so okay. I would tell you that if you really want to protect and and an VPN when you're surfing on particular machines, that makes sense. You can use Proton VPN, and then connect for free, believe it or not, and it works pretty well. Um, yeah. You can pay for it too, and then do whatever you're going to do on the internet um, more securely. most people are going to use a VPN when they're in a public area, when they're looking at things like banking and stuff, which they shouldn't be doing in an airport or something like that. Um, Because, you know, they're going to bring up the VPN, they're going to go ahead and do their bank account, and then the camera, security camera that's looking at you is going to look and watch what you're doing on your computer. (laughs) The guy's (laughs) guys taking a picture of your password. Just kidding. Um, But you'd want to use your VPN in those types of areas. Um, And if you use um, OpenDNS, um, and there's actually now... um, Browser based DNS security we talked yes, about. Uh, yeah, the uh, it's uh, DNS over HTTPS. Right. So you can eliminate again the cable companies understanding where you're going if you're trying to eliminate getting advertised to. You. They make a lot of their money just selling Mark's data, right? Um, right. So I, I wouldn't do the whole house. I think that would drive you bonkers. It would really reduce your performance unless you got a really unless you got go net speed you know gigabit speeds. Um, and you don't care, then it would work pretty well.
2: Okay, thank you.
3: You got it, Mark. Um, it's one of those things that you know, it's going to encrypt everything, so every right. packet, everything in and out, and that firewall is going to work real hard
1: doing all that. Right, and also the traffic is going to be routed somewhere other than locally. Right, who knows See, where? if you're if you're on a cable. S- uh, like a cable uh, internet system mm-hmm. the traffic in and out is handled by local routers in your region right you know in your town or maybe in the next town over right but he's sending stuff to a vpn service that's going to a data center somewhere else in the world right and then it bounces around and then it comes back to him all encrypted so in addition to the overhead from the encryption yeah. you've got overhead from how the traffic is moving right and that's, yeah, you're right. It's going to really hit performance. Right. So why do it? It has to.
3: Why do it if it, if it, you know, unless you want to do something securely on the internet, like you're, whatever you're doing, if you want to do it internally, securely fine. Um, but again, you're protecting yourself from somebody in your own home using Wireshark to figure out where you're going, really. I mean, adding the internet encryption only really kind of anonymizes you as far as where you possibly are browsed. However... Even in the case of Proton, they've already been hit with, uh, "Hey, where are these guys going with the VPNs, or what's going on with their email?" So, even even though you think you're secure and private, they can ask the, the governments of these com- countries can go and say, "Hey, I would, I see Mark has an account over here. I want to know where he's going." And guess what? They can give it to him. Yeah. Just remember,
1: Proton is located in Switzerland. Right. It's subject to Swiss law. I didn't and even if, know
3: they were not part of NATO.
1: And if no.
3: That surprised me this
1: morning. Yeah, they're not part of anything. Anything really. Yeah, uh, except maybe the UN. I knew they were, knew they sure were neutral. <laughs> yeah, I knew they were neutral, but I thought but, they had some connection. But if the Swiss courts say that Proton
3: has to cough up some data, they will. They have to. Yep. They have no choice, right? So wherever you're choosing, and then of course you're going to try to find some VPN service that says, you know, no one can touch us. Well, they can until they can't until they can, right? So which which country are you going to go to? So you know. Just understand when you're on the internet, when you're on any kind of digital system, it's all gonna be available some way, somehow. You know, I don't care if you use BleachBit on your email server there, honey, it's still gonna be there. Somebody's got a backup of that data and the company that we there's a the company is in Stanford that was backing it up. I don't understand where that data is, but we won't go there. Uh, you know, that data is somewhere and uh or or how you got from point A to point B is somewhere. It's either on people's routers, it's on people's switches, it's on people's workstations, That's it's logged somewhere. Um, just don't do anything wrong. We'll be right back. What exactly are you using it for? It's like Joey's got my music listing list somewhere. Nice job there, Joey. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're back. We're here until 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And uh, let's see what we can do. we got two lines open, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Everything we've talked about has been posted live. Uh, Dennis and Mike are working hard here to get that out there for you guys over at ComputerTalkWithTab.com. And, of course, via Facebook and Twitter. Let's go to Ron next in West Hartford. What's happening, Ron?
2: Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Good, sir. How are you? All right. Thanks. Um, I got a Dell laptop. I run in. uh, Let me see. Obviously, Windows 10, but I'm running well, Malwarebytes. Okay. Very recent. I'm sorry? Okay.
3: We're acknowledging what you said. (laughs) Okay.
2: All right. So Malwarebytes, but what recently popped up probably the last two weeks is this thing whenever I'm running, um, let me see, Word or Excel in Office 2019, it kind of it, i'll I'll see uh malware bytes flag a problem and then it crashes the application
3: that's not and good so wh- hmm. what
2: i did what I did do is is bring up the uh the control um and I unclicked it, and everything seems to work fine after that so right now I'm running three quarters protected if you understand what i mean
3: i do so um you could always change the tool we're looking up to see if malwarebytes has some sort of incompatibility or something going on with their tool but um i would only use malwarebytes as a remediation tool if i thought i was hit with ransomware or malware
1: yeah it it does operate as a as a uh, background service antivirus but right. i don't i don't normally work with it that way either and very few people are running with it that way
3: yeah, so do you do you run open Ron? are you configured for that? I don't know what the heck that means. Then you're not. So <laughs> So, oh, think of uh think of the busway. You see how the busway we got that very except open DNS is free, the busway wasn't. Um imagine having your car being able to drive on that busway and then you know you're not going to get hit by anything because there's nobody on it. Yeah. Right? So open DNS sends you on a safe internet superhighway versus Literally, if you're driven on the main highways these days, holy moly, is it scary out there. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Um, so what you want to do is configure OpenDNS um, so that when you are on the Internet, you're not going to be able to go to any kind of malicious or damaging sites um, because they're going to keep you off those those scary areas of the Internet. That's yeah. number one. Um, number two, again, you can, you can keep running malware bytes, or I would tell you not to. I would even t- tell you to uninstall it. And then yeah, run really? Windows Defender, yep. Or you can run, if you're running Windows Defender, it's a good AV these days. We actually have to have, we, we change our minds. <laughs> I was actually talking to somebody yeah. else who said, hey, I noticed you changed your mind. We do. We're, we're, we, make, we 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 make change our minds with with what's going on out there. Uh, Microsoft has finally gotten to a point where Defender is respected as an AV product. And uh, you can trust it more than you could in the past. And okay. uh, run Windows Defender. And then just have malware bytes in your back pocket. Um, in case for some crazy reason you ended up getting a malicious going to a malicious site but if you configure open which we'll put up again as a link it's not a thing or a, it's not any software to load it's a it's a tool to conf, to configure how you get on the internet right now if you if you use your dns it's actually coming from your internet provider oh okay we're going to tell you to use open ip so you're going to go through it and it's a it's a cisco service and it is free mm mm-hmm. mhm we don't know if yeah, they so, sell your information. So that
2: that's that's Open DNS is for when I'm accessing the net, but this is strictly a local. Uh, I run uh, Office 2019. It's installed locally and all that stuff.
3: Yeah, I know it is, but, but for some yeah. reason, malware bytes and, and Dennis, literally, as I've been talking, has been looking to see if he can find any example uh, of this. Has I you? have
1: I have seen reports of malware bites uh, conflicting with. Office 365 apps, which is not what he's got. No, nope. right. he has the retail 2019 Office. Right. So right. I haven't been able to turn up anything
3: that matches your situation exactly. Joey, did you want to say something? Oh, uh, Joey, I thought he was raising his hand back there. Um, so it could also, it could actually be seeing whatever you're working on as malware. I mean, if you got some sort of uh, Excel spreadsheet that does app, have a macro in it that could be malicious, maybe yeah. they are saving you from that. Um,
2: yeah. Well, I, I doubt it. I mean, the the, uh, the Word docs I'm working on are flat. I mean, there's nothing to them. It's a list of things.
3: Yep. And it'll,
2: it'll have a problem with that.
3: So it's called a false positive. Somehow it's right. designating this as a false positive. It could be a font in there that's causing the issue. It could be anything. Oh, I would tell you to just say, okay, well, Malwarebytes is causing a trouble for me. I would turn it off or uninstall it and just trust Defender and then configure OpenDNS and see how your life goes there. All right. All right.
2: Yeah, thank you.
3: Yeah, you got to change that battery too in that smoke detector.
2: So oh, there's a bunch of them here. That maybe, yeah, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know you could hear that.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it's radio, Ron. All right.
2: All right, thank you. Thank you, sir. Bye.
3: Bye bye. You know, I did find actually I know this is something kind of new. You guys may or may not be aware of. There's like a ten year lithium solution versus the old batteries out there for your for your smoke detectors. Instead of using The old 9-volt solution. You can go buy a 10-year lithium battery type of smoke detector. And, man, that sounds awesome, doesn't it? To have a 10-year battery. It does. When
1: does my smoke detector become USB rechargeable?
3: Yeah, that would be a problem.
1: (laughs) What were you going to say, Dennis? I was going to say I bought one of those 10-year
3: detectors. Yeah, right? And it works. Yeah, I put it in just a few months ago. It works. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Right? Why not? then you're not, this poor guy's chirping in the background. <laughs> it drives me nuts. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 800 966 WTIC, 522 WTIC are the numbers. Fernando in Bristol, hang on. We'll be there after the news. I'm starting to wonder if Joe is listening to my my playlist. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And uh, I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock. And we were just talking a little bit off air before we get to your calls again uh, about smoke detectors. And this is a thing. You're not going to believe me, but it is a thing. So somehow at 2 in the morning, (laughs) our smoke detector was chirping. And, you know, a chirping smoke detector any time of the day is a bad thing. But two in the morning, why I would just choose two in the morning and stop was driving me bonkers. Because of course I'm not gonna. My wife's like, "Get out of bed and find that thing." And you know how this? You've seen the sitcoms trying to walk around and figure out when you're a blurry eyed two in the morning. You don't know where it's chirping from, right? You got like 17 of these things. It feels like in the house, and uh, and then it would stop, right? It would, it would, it would. We would only hear it at two or three in the morning, and then by five thirty, no, no more chirping. Turns out because I set my, my heat down, and it's cold, the battery just weakens enough. It's a thing. I was looking at it up and I couldn't believe it. Um, the battery gets just a little less juice, and it starts to chirp. And then the heat comes on, and it stops chirping. <laughs> oh. So, it's right. Of course, we changed the battery, but um, the, the point is, it can do that. I'd never believe it. I would never have believed it in a million years. I, I couldn't believe it either. So. <laughs> so, get a lithium one, and you won't have that issue for a decade, I hope. But- uh-oh. Your smoke detectors are only good for about 10 years. Correct. Uh, so when your
1: battery dies, you replace the whole thing.
3: Right. And they're not, right. they're not very expensive either.
1: No. Well, well, on that point, like when we had to redo the house, yeah. fire code smoke detectors, I had to buy like a 20-pack of smoke detectors. <laughs> Did you do lithium? No. Mm-hmm. But it's ironic, and kudos to the manufacturing process, because mm-hmm. all the batteries are roughly dying in every smoke detector around the same
3: time. There you go. They
1: all got put on the same day. So, like, they're all starting to die. Right.
3: So now it's okay, same thing. Which one's that? Well, I, yeah, I think <laughs> that the, the fire department would tell you you're supposed to change your batteries when you change your clocks yeah. every six months. Right? Who has a clock so, in their house? Right. <laughs> I do. I got one in my stove. Yeah, nothing like changing the it's microwave clock in the stove. Clock. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, we digress. Feel free to get online, eight hundred nine six six wtic 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go to Fernando in Bristol. How you doing, Fernando? Yes, good morning. Morning, sir.
0: Yes, I have an old HP, uh, 2014, approximately, and I've been getting a blue screen that says uh, it needs to restart, and we can start it for you. So I downloaded... Uh, to check out my hard drive Crystal Disk Info and it shows I have some bad sectors. Mhm. Relocated sector count. It said the threshold is 140 and the current and worse is 183. i was wondering if my hard drive is on the tail end of it.
3: Well, it could be. I mean, the blue screen of death happens for all sorts of reasons. Is there any kind of code that goes along with that blue screen and x0000 kind of code or anything like that?
0: Um, well, the 2F2 the raw values
3: just 2F2, that's, that's a little cryptic game from Microsoft. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I don't know. That's the only thing I can see on this uh, thing.
3: Oh, you have, it, you have it up right now? You have the blue screen in front of you? No, no, oh. blue
0: screen is not anymore. Okay, good. It, it happened several times, but I was able to restart the computer every time.
3: Yeah, so it's an eight-year-old machine. Um, obviously, we're not going to recommend you to put any time and money into it. Yeah, yeah. We, we You know, yes, over time you're going to see a failure, right? It's, it's showing you something. You could have a memory issue. It could be a hardware issue, hard drive issue. It could be both issues. Right, right. Um, uh,
0: basically order another computer, huh?
3: At eight years old, I think you can get this through committee pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Now, I have um, one screen. I have a des- desktop, and I'm going to order another desktop. How do I transfer the old stuff to the with only one screen from one desktop to the next?
1: Well, the easy way to do it would be to... Take the hard drive out of the old computer, even though it's probably failing. Uh That's kind of what I would guess is going on. Um, Put it in a drive enclosure uh, that is USB connected. Plug it into the new computer. Then you can move any data that you've got from it to the new computer. Okay. The only thing that you're going to have to do with the new computer is reinstall any applications that you've installed Mm. on the old one yeah right, right you're not going to be able to migrate that direct um, no. from about computer cable, to computer
0: transfer cables is, is that okay too or do i need two monitors for transfer i cable? would
1: not here's what i worry about with that drive okay that the drive that we know is failing if you power it up and you have a computer actively using it while it's powered up and running windows uh uh-huh. you're more likely to cause more damage to the data Right now, if you're worried about keeping your data, what you need to do is to contain the problem, which means shut off the old computer, leave it off, get a new one, power it up, get it running Windows, then connect it, connect that old drive to the new computer, as I said, just as an external USB drive. Okay. That will minimize the amount of drive activity on the old drive and... All you will do is just copy your old data to the new one one time. You're done with the old drive, and then you can smash it and take it to the recycling bin.
0: Okay. How about um, if just replacing that drive with another one? I, uh, I've done a recovery, uh, USB recovery uh, for the computer. Mm-hmm. Can I buy another a new drive? And
3: you can, but we wouldn't advise it. It's an eight-year-old chassis, eight-year-old yeah, motherboard, it. eight-year-old. It's not worth it. You're not going to get the benefit of it. The technologies are okay, light and day different.
0: That answers my question. I really appreciate your help.
3: You're welcome, yeah. here, uh, uh, Fernando.
0: I enjoy your show. Thank you very much.
3: Our pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So Fernando's got something to do today. Oh yeah, he's got a job. Let's go to Harry in uh, Newington next. What's happening, Harry? It's
6: Harry, how, how are you guys
3: doing? Good, sir. How are you?
6: Uh, at your recommendation a couple of years ago, I bought a Cronus for backup. I okay. really like it. Good. It works well mm-hmm. for two com- two laptops. My wife no longer uses her laptop, so I try to cancel the subscription, and they're paddle.com or something like that out of England. They never let me cancel. I had to call <laughs> the credit card company on a previous product. Ooh. They canceled the card yeah. and gave me a new card. Yep. So I want to cancel one of my two subscriptions for Acronis, yeah. and I know they're going to ignore my cancelization. That's you awful. A, yeah, and it's happened before. Where I had it's a pain to cancel a credit
5: card you've used for years.
3: Yeah, well, I hear you, and you know we've had these stories even with AOL. Believe it or not, they yeah. would never take no for an answer. <laughs> oh, d-
1: yeah. There was a there was a guy
3: that recorded his interaction with them. Yeah. And it went I'm, viral. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that that they're doing that to you. I, I would never guess that people would pay a subscription to backup. Now, you're doing that. They do offer a one-time purchase.
6: Uh, I didn't know that. I am I just got a bill for $69 per, per month laptop. Per laptop? For, for, six, for uh,
3: six months. Holy moly. Wow. Well, I wouldn't want yeah, you to that, do that, Harry.
6: Well, they just raised their price.
3: Mm-hmm. And...
6: Uh, it hasn't expired. It's got a couple more days, but yeah. I uh, told them to cancel it, yeah. and uh, I know it will not happen. I fought for a month or so to get them to cancel a previous product, so I like the product.
3: Yes, I'm, and, it, it does uh, work. It
6: will not do it. Do you have any suggestions outside of calling a credit card company and canceling another card?
3: <laughs> well, is your data being backed up off-site as well? Is there a service along with this, or is this just a way for you to access their software?
6: It's a way to access the software, and I do a full backup, and then it does incrementals, and it works right. very
3: well. It does, but it's not going offsite to the cloud for you either. It's only going well, to your local it's, target. Well,
6: no, it's, it's going to a cloud.
3: Ah, okay, okay that's, that's that's why what they're this charging about. You. Yeah. So, if you want to keep your data stored in the cloud and have it backed up, you need to pay for them to store it. That's what this this cost is coming in. Um, the cancellation side of it, I just I don't have any other advice other than I'd be as cranky as you. Um, we, we'd all be victims of it. It's not like we have any kind of magic. However, um, we we're, we can try something. We can try to reach out to a Cronus. We said we were going to do this because some another person called in with the kind of a consumer issue, and they threatened our show <laughs> to oh, talk wow. about it. And somehow the company said, "Okay." I didn't even know we had that kind of power. Um, I don't I don't know that we do. Wow. But, Harry, if you want to email me at, get at um I'm going to be at a conference in uh, Texas next week. But if you want to send that over, I will try to leverage the power of computer talk uh, <laughs> and say we'd like to have someone from their marketing department explain why Harry can't cancel his subscription um, and see if that gets you any satisfaction. I'll try that. I said I would when I had this type of call coming in, so... I'll okay, do it. I'll
6: do that, and I'll give you my uh, yes but, uh, subscription number and all that.
3: Okay, but uh, just understand, I'm no Mike bogoslowski
6: No, no. <laughs> you're not in my corner?
3: I'm in your corner, but I'm no Mike bogoslowski <laughs> man. I'll do my best.
6: I'll put on your boxer gloves. Exactly. Uh, let me see. No, I just want to cancel my wife's laptop. She doesn't use it anymore. Right. And uh, even though it's a fairly current one. Yeah. And uh, it has the backup. Now... Uh, I don't care if we lose her backup data in, right. in the cloud. Right. So I'd like to cancel one subscription and
3: the cloud that goes with it. That's the key. And then so send me that information specifically, and I will do my best to uh, see if I can get this to happen for a Harry. Like I said, I, I promised we'd, do, we'd try it. So let's see how we, let's see how much power we got. <laughs> don't
6: okay. hold your breath. Uh, who do you want me to, to specifically address
3: to you? Just say, uh, just, you know, say Eric. Send it to gethelp@tabbing.com, and it'll get, get help
6: to dot com and yep. I'll refer to Eric. Okay, yep. Eric. Thank you much.
3: All right, Harry. I'll do my best. Thank you. Yeah, Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I said I would try that. What the heck? Oh, wait. Let me drop Harry. Here he goes. Let's get on to uh, Crane in Wolcott. Hey, Crane.
4: Crane, it's Craig. But well, no
3: I wasn't sure. You know, I, I never. I, <laughs> Joey typed it in, man. And I, I've been burned for saying things wrong. It's what? Yeah, now it says Craig. It said Crane. <laughs> and I'm not. I don't know. What, what do I know? What, what can I do for you, Craig?
5: Hey, I'm looking to get a Wi Fi signal from the back of my house down a hill about 230 feet to a deck. Yep. And uh, I've seen some directional antennas that I can hardwire to the to the router, but I wanted to see what you guys think about that.
3: Um, so the deck is completely disconnected from your home, right? Yeah. 230 feet away. Does it have power out there? Yes. Oh. Okay, so you win. Um, there are U- Ubiquiti has some really great um, tools. Um, we can post the actual. They're like they're like soda cans. And they uh, really work really well. You can put one on. Um, you may want to replace all your Wi-Fi with Ubiquiti, so it's one big mesh network. But it's not very expensive, a couple hundred bucks per access point. Um, or of course, you can just greatly increase your your router in your home. But 230 feet outside starts to get to the max of the bubble of a typical home router. So we're going to recommend a an indoor outdoor. It's more of a business grade, industrial grade type of router um, access point that'll do this for you. Um, gotcha. We'll put the link if you really, you know, if you really want to do it. That's this is a way to do it, and it'll go. Your neighbors will be able to get your Wi-Fi if you want them to. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Sounds good. All right, and sorry about your name there, Crane. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, you got. We'll put a link up there for you. So, uh, yeah, I mean. The technology is really improving, and uh, Ubiquity is a pretty good technology. It's just a matter though that if, if he does do this, you're going to want to do one mesh system. You're not going to want to have this working and then the other. Yeah, one
1: he'll be he'll be better off with a complete Ubiquity system.
3: Yeah, so we'll put some links up for that. So feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. Joey promises he won't butcher your, your spelling of your name so that I don't do the same. Um, do you want to bring up anything there, It's Dennis? a free
1: service we offer here. Yes.
3: <laughs> it's funny, too, because when people are you, I, I'm a listener, obviously. I, yeah, I'm sorry, Craig. That was on me. It happens. It happens. But you're listening for your name, and some ding-dong calls out Crane. He's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's a free service we You know. Yeah. So as we wait for your talk. It's calls, a feature. It's a feature of, of talk radio. Um Feel free to get online 966 six W T I C five two two W T I C. Joe, uh, did you want to bring up some uh, news there, Dennis? I do have a little news. What do we got?
1: Uh, this is also connected with the war over in Ukraine, and it seems that uh, a lot of these guys that have bought into crypto, with the dream of hedging inflation, oh yeah, are finding out. It's not really working out too good because the price of crypto, all different kinds of crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Mm -hmm. the prices are diving. I love it. Good. And yeah. Okay. So you guys that think you're uh, protecting your wealth? You're not. You're not.
3: It's fake money anyway, as far as I'm concerned.
1: (laughs) It's all fake. And now people don't want it so much because all the ransomware gangs many of which work in and out of russia and yeah. ukraine mm-hmm. are now scattered to the winds because mm-hmm. they're probably running for their lives mm-hmm. and uh you know the 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 bitcoin trading isn't taking place so yeah market's diving
3: good good uh, deal it's good news um great as, far news. as i'm concerned you know on top of the fact that it's Again, if you if you care about the planet as far as overheating – and again, I'm not some environmentalist, tree-hugger type of guy, but I like fresh air and clean air and all that fun stuff. Bitcoin mining is the one of the most detrimental things you can do to the planet. If you just think about your, your computer, if you ever listen to it, fans kick on real hard because you're processing something. Imagine that's happening 24-7, 365 with hundreds and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of computers. They're just humming and humming and humming processing that stupid blockchain so that we can make sure that your fake money went from this guy to that guy um, I don't know, it's a big stupid mess as far as I'm concerned and uh, needs to stop let's go to uh, Guy, oh sorry, quick break first we uh, We're gonna take a, <laughs> that's what he said, we're going to take a quick break and then Guy from West Hartford, you're up next this is Computer Talk, we'll be right back
2: Healthy Rounds with Dr. Anthony Alessi this morning 11 till noon on WTIC, News Talk 1080 and WTIC.com
3: we are back. Joey, you haven't made a mistake on a bumper music yet. I mean, I don't understand. It's awesome. <laughs> We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, like the guy said, and uh, Dr. Alessio will be coming in and give you a second opinion on your uh, health advice. And uh, let's go to Guy in West Hartford, who's up next. What's happening, Guy?
5: Hi, Eric. Hi. Uh, welcome, Dennis. Thank you. And fellas, uh, so I've got uh, actually two recommendations on prior callers. So I sure. Hope you'll bear with me. Of course. First of all, the um, the fellow with the with the shed or whatever that was a, uh, a couple hundred feet away from his house. Yeah, I actually had a similar situation with one of my uh, employees. She had a, a shed, or she shed. It was about the same distance away. Nice. And I bought this device from TP Link. Yep. Um, I'm looking at it here on the computer, and it worked phenomenally well. You, all right. You use the existing AC wiring to transmit the, the uh data signals over it. Yep. So you have uh, one device on one end of the one end of the one end of your house somewhere you plug it into a circuit and you have another the other end in the in the shed you plug that into the circuit.
3: Yep, that's a very good idea too.
5: Uh, this yeah. one the one I got was a power line Ethernet adapter, T P Link A V six hundred. Yep. And it was it says it's good for three hundred meters. It mm-hmm. costs about forty bucks.
3: It's a nice, cheap solution, and I should have thought of that. For some yeah. reason, I was thinking of it as a disparate-powered item like we see in our business clients. But, of course, it's connected to the same circuit. Yeah. What a, what a, well, that's a great well, idea. Well, you're
5: pretty good, too. Then he could, he could drive around in his golf cart and uh, have wireless uh, anywhere he wants in his backyard.
3: Yeah. I mean, pay for one Internet service and charges, oh, charges yeah, charge his neighbors and make some money on Wi Fi you are. yeah. yeah. So, so, okay. Good solution, guy.
5: Yep, that was the one. So, and the other, the poor, poor guy with the Acronis issue... Um, I mean, just generally with credit cards, you don't have to cancel the whole card. You can you, you can just challenge one uh, transaction. Mm-hmm, yep. So if he wants, uh, and if he's still listening, he can call this credit card company. Most of them are pretty good about it. Some are better than others. And identify the transaction he's challenging, and they'll issue him a credit, and they'll and they'll reach out to the to the uh, vendor and ask him to show documentation, and whatnot. And yeah. in his situation, sounds like it's pretty clear that. Uh, he's not getting any, any
3: satisfaction. I think you're right. The, I think the bigger problem is, though, he wants to keep his backup and yeah. cancel his wife's, and they're probably part of the same charge. If
5: it's the same charge, then he can just challenge half of it. He yeah, yeah. Authorizing, uh, authorizing yeah. you know, $69 out of, the, out of the two. Yep. So that's... Yeah, you know, fair enough. Of course, with him, the fear is that they cancel all together, and he's lost all his
3: data on the cloud which uh, uh, that can yeah, happen that's too uh, yeah. that's a danger here yeah that can happen too Guy we appreciate the call man yeah sure alright thank you you too alright I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at Facebook for us and, and Twitter so thank you very much sir I want to thank Joey Burgoyne for being our producer which is great we love Joey and I uh, thank all of you guys for joining us on this Saturday We're begging
1: you, we need you to be geeks too. See you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.